0: My awkward friend is demanding and begging me to please break up with my current girlfriend, as she feels that she would be a better girlfriend for me, despite the fact that I find her creepy and am still very much in love with my girlfriend. And when she tried to kiss me in front of my girlfriend, all of a sudden, things went from bad to worse. Here's what happened. So I befriended an awkward classmate from a class in university, and we were pretty good friends. She managed to also slowly become friends with a few of my friends from my friend group, and Often comes to hang out with us. On her side of things, myself as well as my friends from that group are the only real friends that she has on campus. Now I've been dating my girlfriend since freshman year, and since she has her own friend group, hanging out and finding our time is a bit difficult, but we have managed it pretty well. Recently, with finals on our heads, I only really hung out with my girlfriend in my free time. And we typically spend that time in the library where we like to do our own thing and we just like to study together. I don't know why or how this came. Up, But one day after finals, when we finally hung out for a little bit, the girl I befriended, we'll call her Sarah, that's not her real name, confided in me that she has never had a boyfriend and wants me to be her first boyfriend. And when I heard that, I was shocked to say the least. But right then and there, I turned her down that instant by saying, you know I love my girlfriend, right? And I think it would be better off if you didn't say what you just said. Sarah then says something that absolutely blew my mind. She said straight away to my face, Yeah, I'm waiting for the day you break up with her so that I can carry your broken heart. And at this point, I got really upset, but I didn't say anything. I just said, well, I gotta go. And I walked into a professor's office, knowing that she wouldn't follow me in there. A couple days later, she again asks me if I'm going to break up with my girlfriend. And I say to her, stop that. You know I'm not gonna do that. And this seriously continued for a few weeks, until yesterday, I got incredibly upset and said to her, even if I'm not with her, why on earth? earth would I date you. You are not even my type. Stop being clingy and find some friends. Because if you don't stop your nonsense, you're going to lose me as a friend. After this happened, the other friends from my group, who were friendly with her also, started to become cold. Now things got extreme. And I mean incredibly extreme. When she jumped at me, attempting to kiss me, while my girlfriend was standing right there beside me. My girlfriend knew what was going on. And before I could say anything, she signaled me to keep quiet. And I said nothing as I watch my girlfriend completely destroy Sarah verbally. I eventually told Sarah very calmly again to not ever do that to me ever again and that we can remain friends if she can get over me within a month. Well, the month has expired and she is back to her old habits. I don't want to put her back into having no friends as a lifestyle, but I have no choice. I have avoided her as much as I can, but I haven't completely shrugged her off. But am I really about to have to do this to her? I simply can't take this nonsense. I'm even at the point where I want to find someone in authority who I can report her behavior to and express my fears of her basically invading my life. Now, when it comes to the class that we share together, I just straight up told her not to make any contact with me of any kind. But other than that, I honestly don't know what to do. Yeah, this friend of yours definitely needs to go. She tried to kiss you in front of your girlfriend and was actively asking you if you were going to break up with her. Like, seriously, that is the cringiest thing I've ever heard in my life and that's incredibly weird. I mean, you don't just ask that of somebody when they're clearly in a relationship and this lady has probably seen this person's girlfriend on multiple occasions. I think this also might be the case where you're being just a little too nice. This lady tried to kiss you on the mouth and she tried to do that whether you like it or not and that is completely unacceptable and if anything, I'm starting to understand why she doesn't have any friends because she probably finds the first guy that's nice to her and assumes, oh man, I'm gonna make this guy my boyfriend because clearly she's already done that with you and your friend group with some weird failed attempt to try and ruin your relationship with your girlfriend. So honestly, I think you need to cut her out of your life. Say, sorry, no, you cannot be around me and my girlfriend anymore. I don't want to be friends with you. And this might be a situation where you might be forced to use direct language with her because she clearly is not getting what you're picking up. So hopefully that conversation goes well because this is not a good friend. This is instead incredibly creepy behavior and I don't blame you for wanting some distance and getting her away from you. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own stories. Am I the Jerk for telling my friend that they need to move out of my apartment, especially after they've been an awful roommate. I had met Jessica on Facebook and we became friends. Jessica is not her real name and she was married to her husband at the time. In November. Jessica had told us that they were separating because according to her, she thought she could learn to love. They were together for seven years. Anyways, my man and I thought that we might be able to help a friend out in need. And so she moved into our one-bedroom apartment. She had the bedroom and we had the living room, which was fine. We slept on the couch before she moved in because we didn't even have a bed at the time. Jessica was a decent friend, but she honestly was a horrible roommate. She had long red hair all the way down to her butt, so her hair was everywhere. She would even leave it on the shower wall. The only time she cleaned was pouring one-third filled pot of oil over the dirty dishes in the sink. She never locked the front door, nor did she take my keys that I gave her. She lived with us for a month and never put in an application, but she did pay some rent. She always left plates, trash, and garbage in the room for days or weeks on end. She was fine the first week and a half. She flipped out, though, when we told her that we don't want her single-night dates in our apartment. If you know what I mean And this was for obvious reasons We stated to her That they can come over Once you've had two dates with them Eventually One of them ended up coming over And my fiance and I Were out of the house And while we were gone They ended up making cookies And those cookies stayed out And dried out And the stand mixer that they used Was never washed Then last week That same man was supposed to come over Christmas Eve But didn't do that Because his 6 year old daughter Wanted to see him And as a result Jessica balled her eyes out When he never responded back, she has caused my fiance and I's mental health to deplete. My depression came back at full force, and it honestly really sucked. My fiance was also losing sleep. He works nights, so he sleeps during the day. And as you could probably guess it, Jessica didn't know how to be quiet. We've asked her on many occasions to please just be quiet. She has always whisper shouted, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I forgot. Which only made it worse. And of course, we've tried talking to her about some. Of the issues that's been bothering us, and she would always disregard us every time. We had to sit her down last week, and my fiance blatantly said, We don't think you can live with us any longer. My fiance and I need to work on ourselves and our relationship. We can give you till January to move your stuff out. We can even help. But before we could even continue, she had cut off my fiance and immediately raised her voice and started shouting at us that it's New Year's week and that we can't do this because it's unfair, and so on. and so on. She had asked for her money back for rent, which doesn't make sense to give her the full amount when she's lived half the week at the apartment. But even then, during the talk, she had slammed our door twice. The second time, it had damaged our door. She is horrible at money management and is incredibly petty. Of course, there is more that I wish to say, but these really are the main issues. So it begs the question, are we the jerks for telling our roommate that she needs to move out? Your roommate sounds like an absolute mess. Bringing guys over after the first date as well as leaving garbage and dirty dishes and all sort of grime around the kitchen without any care for your roommates is incredibly toxic and something that you don't need in your life. I mean, what is she thinking? She had a good thing going in her life and then she basically just decided to destroy that like she was being let in as a friend. You guys gave her a leg up and gave her a chance to basically have something to fall back on and you didn't need to do that. You literally slept on the couch in the living room just so she could have the room to herself. And and yet she still betrays your trust. I mean, talk about ruining a really good thing in your life. So no, you are not the jerk in this situation. If I had a roommate like that, there's no way I would be putting up with that for even a second. You have given her multiple chances to follow through and be a better roommate, but she's disregarded you and completely ignored you. So you know what? It's time for her to go. She is not a good roommate, and I'm surprised you would even have a roommate in a one-bedroom apartment, where three people are going to be sharing that space. That sounds miserable, and honestly, you will probably be so much better off when she is finally out of your space, especially if she's going to be this vile and disturbing to you as well as your fiancé. Today, I had the worst guest possible who was so infuriating come to our hotel that I honestly could not stand it for a second, as this guy refused to pay the full amount necessary for all the days that he stayed at our hotel, and I'm honestly just so exhausted after this exchange. Here's what happened. So I just had the most frustrating encounter with a guest in a long while. For context, these guys Guests have been here for just about two weeks and are due to depart in two days. When they originally arrived at the hotel, they were a walk-in seven-night reservation and then extended nine more nights on their original departure date. I work at an extended stay property, so the standard procedure is to charge seven night payments each week for extended stay guests. That way, they don't have to pay in one large sum. Today, this specific guest was due for weekly payment, but only for the amount of two nights Since they are departing on Wednesday And have paid through Sunday night When I tried to take payment on the card on file It declined So I had to ask the guest to come down to the front desk Just so they could pay I could not get hold of them via the room or their cell phone And the room was vacant when I knocked So I locked their keys out as well So that they would have to come to speak to me And this is how it all went down The guest eventually came up to me and said The guy who I made reservations with took my payment already Why do you need more? More money from me. I said to them, We have taken two payments from you so far. Each of them was for the amount of seven nights. And today you owe a payment for the last two nights of your stay, which will be for tonight and tomorrow night. The guest responded by saying, That guy never told me that. You should be able to see that I already paid. I told them that yes, you have paid, but only for 14 nights. And you are booked for 16 nights. I can print out the folio for you, no problem, to show you exactly what charges we have made on your card. So I did did just that, I printed out his full folio, highlighted the two payments that were made on his card, and physically wrote out the math that showed that the total cost of the stay and the amount he was paid were not the same, meaning he does in fact owe us money. He took the folio, didn't even look at it, and just continued to argue with me. He said, I still don't understand. When I extended my stay last week, they didn't tell me that I would have to pay again. As a side note, we explained the payment schedule to every extended stay guest at check-in. In fact, when he came to extend for the nine additional nights, my manager handled it and I watched him explain that his card was being run for the next seven nights, not for the entire stay. I looked at him and I said, well, I apologize for any miscommunication regarding the payment schedule. However, when you extended the room, you should have anticipated paying the full amount for the nights you planned to stay. In hindsight, this comment may have been a little bit pushy, but I was honestly fed up with explaining the same thing 10 times when nothing was going going to change. He continued to argue with me and repeat the same things over and over again. I continued to tell him that we need payment one way or another if they want to stay for the last two nights, and that this is not going to change unless they check out right now. After quite a while of some back and forth, as well as him making various phone calls to who knows who, as well as more arguing with me and the other people he was with, he very begrudgingly paid for the final two nights, stating that he still feels like this is wrong, claiming that the man he spoke with already took his payment, so I re-explained sir, again, he took payments for 7 nights, as we do this for all of our extended stay guests that way we can break it into smaller payments, to make it more manageable for the guest, as I explained before we charge the certain amount for the 14 days, but you were staying 16 days, so the difference for the 2 days is what you owe, does that make any sense, finally I got through to the guest, as they said yes, it makes some sense, and they said this with a long sigh and an eye role. I finally said, thank you for getting this taken care of, and have a great rest of your night. Overall, this was super exhausting, and I seriously hope I don't have any other kind of customers like that ever again. That guy sounds super obnoxious. Like, seriously, some simple math would have solved all of his problems. But instead, he was simply desperate to not pay for those two nights. He really wanted to try and work a deal and claim somehow, some way that he already paid this, when in reality, he simply didn't. The math did not add up. So good for the original original poster for getting this done, because dealing with a customer or a client or a guest that acts like this on a daily basis has got to be annoying and incredibly exhausting. And for the sake of the original poster, hopefully this guy never comes back to this hotel ever again. My wife refuses to allow me to contact my university friends, but I really do want to reconnect and I honestly don't know what to do. So I met my current wife, Lily, about 10 years ago. We met when I traveled abroad for an exchange program in high school, and she was my first love. Of. When I was back home, we Skype for hours every day. And despite a significant time difference, we still did it. After some time, things became less rosy and she broke up with me. After some painful months, she reached out to me just when I was about to move to university abroad, leaving me very confused. I got to university and at the first party, I hooked up with and kissed a girl by the name of Megan. That's not her real name. There was an attraction. So we were together a few more times without being serious or exclusive. I told Megan about my feelings for Lily, but did not tell Lily about Megan at all. During our first holiday break, I decided to go with Lily. I told Lily then that I kissed Megan, but lacked the courage to tell her that it was more than just a kiss. Megan was sad about this when she returned, as she could see that we could have gone much further. We did have the same circle of friends, so we still became good friends over the next few years. Three years later, and Lily and I have maintained a happy long distance relationship. Lily now wants a perspective towards marriage, which I had struggled with for nearly two years by now. I am not ready yet. I'm still in university. However, due to our different home countries, marrying was the easiest path towards a joint life. Eventually, I end up spending more time with Megan and basically broke up with her in the process and said that we are not a couple anymore. After some real dates with Megan, I tell her that I need some time for myself. Contact with Megan slowly starts to fade as she moves back to her home country. Lily, who never stop texting me, pushes for our relationship, and I finally conceded. Again, I did not tell her about the extent to which I had been seeing Megan. Lily then pressures me to propose to her, and months later, I find myself wanting to break things off with Lily again, but she begs me not to do it, and after a few weeks, I decided to just propose to her. It certainly was not Lily's dream proposal, but I put a lot of heart into it. We did have wonderful moments together and a genuine love for one another. Fast forward half a year, and we are a about to get married. I can no longer bear my conscience, and I finally admit everything to Lily. The first months of marriage are rocky after the confession. However, as we do share a love for one another, we overcome the difficulties of that situation, and we are now happily married. When I confessed to Lily, she made me cut all contact with Megan, as well as the close group of friends that we shared from university. My friendship with them has been the source of the worst fights that we have had as a married couple. Lily's main problem is that some problematic friends actively help me hide what I did with Megan from Lily. I understand Lily, honestly, and I truly see where she's coming from. For some of my male friends, she has allowed me some contact with them over time, but the female friends from the group are a definite no-go. I thought I would be fine cutting my friends out of my life like I had promised Lily, yet it still hurts me deeply. At this point, I don't know if they would even be interested in reconnecting, but I once cared about them very deeply. It still does not feel right how I cut them from my life, and I don't think I can pretend I'm fine with it. I know I was wrong and very immature about how I handled things with Megan and Lily many times. However, it feels so wrong how I completely cut off various parts of my closest university friends over this topic. I can no longer ignore this, but I strongly suspect that Lily's response will be the same as always and we will fight horribly. How should I approach things with Lily? Or should I just leave things as they are because my wish to reconnect is outlandish? What should I do? So you say that you know where Lily's coming from and you understand her perspective, but you're not willing to cut off the people that basically helped you cheat on her. Like, that's basically what happened. And you've wanted to cut this off with her multiple times, just so you could try and mess around with Megan some more. Like, do you even like Lily in the first place? Because from what I could tell from the story you shared, it really makes me question whether you actually like your wife or not. Clearly, this is a big subject of controversy for Lily and she's like, hey, you need to cut these people off, because obviously she doesn't want to get cheated on again. So I think you should probably listen to your wife if you really do value this marriage because you are honestly treating her like a third wheel in your marriage and if you continue to contact these people who helped you cheat on your wife then you are honestly just begging for trouble my hotel has a gas leak and it causes all kinds of problems all throughout the night and the weekend and as a result we had some pretty unhappy customers and I just so happened to be one of the people that had to deal with it here's what happened so I worked Saturday Monday and Sunday I show up to work on Saturday and the night auto at the hotel that I work at says that the fire alarm panel keeps sounding but the alarm never sounds in the building. The fire panel shows the laundry utility room as the source. Okay, so maybe the utility room is just overheating or something like that. So I prop open the utility room door just so it can cool down. About an hour into my shift, the fire alarm just goes off without the pre-alarm sounding. The utility room is the cause again and I figure, oh, it's just got to be hot in there or something like that. So I shut off the fire alarm. As the fire dispatch calls in I tell them that it was a false alarm And that our utility room is simply overheating This happens about 4 more times After which the fire dispatch calls again And at this point I start to think that maybe there really is something not right about this I go into the utility room Just to make sure that there isn't actually a fire And I prop open a fan into the utility room To hopefully cool it down in there Thankfully the fire alarm stops for the rest of my shift I finish my shift With some slightly annoying Annoyed guests talking about the fire alarm over and over again. I apologized to them and explained that the laundry room and utility room was overheating and causing the false alarms. Fast forward to Sunday morning. The Saturday night auditor says that the fire marshal showed up because something was very wrong with all of the alarms in such a small time frame. It turns out that the utility room was filled with natural gas. The fire marshal said that we were basically turning our utility room into something that could have been incredibly bad and it was a miracle that it didn't explode. At this point, I'm thinking that our housekeepers should have smelled it and said something. But all of the gas was collected in the utility room. The Saturday night evening shift said that during his shift, the hot water stopped working because the gas was obviously shut off. The Saturday night auditor was on the phone with corporate and the property manager to figure out a compensation for the gas in the hotel. Of course, there are some people that don't think 25% off is an acceptable compensation for no hot Water. We call an affiliated property up the street to see if they have rooms for our guests that want a shower or if they just want to relocate. Some of the guests chose to have a shower at the other property, and others were just mad. But only one person agreed to relocate. Departure time Sunday, and our laundry room is unusable because we have no hot water. So the boss lady sends all of our housekeepers to the sister location to help them with their housekeeping, as well as the rooms that they have set aside for our guests to use the showers. Some people are understanding of the situation and take the 25% off to happily have a bed. But other people are not so happy. I can recall one guy saying that he will be all over social media, trash talking our property and how we didn't do enough to try and rectify the situation. He throws his room keys at us while yelling we will never stay here again. Sunday is busy and stressful but nothing too stupid. Just some justifiably annoyed guests. Our maintenance guy was there attempting to get the leak fixed. I have to put all The departure rooms out of order because our housekeepers were up the street. Fortunately, we had enough vacant ready rooms for that night's arrivals, so it wasn't all bad. Monday morning now, and I show up at seven o'clock. I take half of the previous days out to order back in, bringing the total unclean rooms to about 50 rooms. Our maintenance guy and the plumber are there bright and early, and the boss tells me to tell the housekeepers to do what they can and to put what they can't out of order. Overall, though, I'm honestly just relieved to have the next. few days off because this entire situation was incredibly stressful and I don't want to go through that ever again. Yeah, that really would be crazy to deal with. Having the utility room basically waiting to explode in some kind of way simply because there was an unreported gas leak is really scary. So I think for the sake of the original poster, I'm just really glad that nobody got hurt because that honestly could have been really terrible and I think you all got incredibly lucky. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss